0: Welcome to the Moonlight of Amunah, Parsh's Kedoshim. This week's learning should be as chus for a foolish lem for Chanamash bas vilcher, Rats bas Rochel, Moshezan, Vichav, Rachamorch, and Firachia bastov, Friar Ben Yafa, Michaim, and Sara, Ruchamper Malkalea baschanaserl, and Lilishmas Henya basichel mechel. So Parshas Kedoshim, we have the 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 pasuk that we know we know from Rabbi Akiva that this is the kal gadol b'teira the a person has to love his fellow like himself he has to love and we, and this is a, a pasuk that's very often discussed and what Rabbi Akiva means that this is the kal gadol of the of the teira and especially in these days of sfera. We have to think about the idea that Rabbi Akiva, who who was the one who promoted the idea that the Yahftolarecha is the Klal Godel of the Torah, was the one whose twenty-four thousand students died in this period. That that's why we keep we keep Ben Hugim of of, of Availus now in this period of Sfira, and we have to understand the connection. And what does it mean also? Yahftolarecha being the Klal the Torah? loving your fellow Jew like yourself is is the Klal Godel of the Torah. So I'm sure most of you are familiar with the famous story the Gemara in Shabbos and Daft Aleph tells us that there was a certain non-Jew who came in front of Shammai and he said, I want to become a gear on the condition that you teach me the entire, the entire Torah while I stand on one foot. And uh, Shammai threw him out. Then he went to Hillel and Hillel said, um, he, he said to Hillel the same, the, same, uh, the same condition, teach me the entire Torah while I stand on one foot. And Hillel said to him, the, what, what, you hate, what, what, uh, what you hate, don't do to your friend. Zuhi Cool, This is the entire uh, Torah. Pirushu. The rest of it is just an explanation of it. Zilgamar, go go out and learn it. That's the Gemara. And the Mefarshim explained that Hillel was saying basically the same thing as Rabbi Akiva that is the is the is the Kolgdula of the of the of the of the Torah. And the questions, many many ask this question, lots of ink has been sp- spilled on this, and the, uh, the the question is, we can understand how maybe is the God of half the Torah. Those mitzvahs that are made, those mitzvahs that are between man and his fellow, I understand how those can be incorporated in but why is it the whole Torah? What does it have to do with the things that I do for Hashem? What does have to do with me taking the lulav or putting on tefillin, or keeping Shabbos, right? That doesn't seem to be included in the and also, what's more is, how can Hillel say that the whole Torah is a, just an explanation of the Torah? How does that work out? So I saw in this beautiful parsha sheet that comes out every week called Teres Habitachon. He brings a, a beautiful, a beautiful uh, idea. The Gemara in Marcus gives us a a, a a series of distillations of the Torah. Different tzaddikim who came along and distilled the Torah into fundamental principles. And the Gemara tells us that David uh, set up eleven principles. Yeshaya set up six. Micha set up three. And then Bachavakok ve'midam al Achas. came along and said that the entire Torah boils down to one thing. Shneimar it says that a tzaddik lives with emuna. That's the whole Torah. The whole Torah. And the Grah explains this as meaning that the entire Torah is that, that a person the int- purpose of the entire Torah the main the idea of giving the Torah to the Jewish people is that a person should live with Amuna and bitachon. right? That a person should be uh, should should live with emuna and bitachon, That he should live his entire life. Everything he does should be with emuna and Hashem and bitachon. and Hashem. And that is the rule of all the mitzvahs. And the Gra even uses this lashon who klal kol This is the this is the klal. The same thing as Rabbi Kiva said klal gadol b'be'ah. This is the the klal of, of all of mitzvahs and all of midos. So the first question is, Rabbi, we said that Chavokuk said that emuna is the klal gadol And Rabbi Kiva says v'yahplo re'echa is the is the klal gadol Batera, And Hillel said v'yahplo uh, re'echa is the klal gadol So which is it? Is it emuna or is it loving your fellow person as yourself? So Sofer says that Rashi on that Gemari and Shabbos of so the story with Hillel and Shammai and the Gerh Already clues us into the answer to this question, because Rashi says there on the words that Hillel said to the Ger, What you hate, don't do to your friend. al Don't. For, he quotes a pasuk from Mishlei which says, "Don't forsake your fellow or your father's fellow." And says Rashi, This refers to Hashem. Al tavar al Do not uh, transgress his words. Share for it, it, it's, it's you hate that your friend would disobey you. Um, you Since you would hate that your friend would disobey something that you asked him to do, you shouldn't do the same to Hashem and disobey him. So the Chesam says this is already a hint to the explanation of how these two things go together. Imagine, you're very good to a person. You helped him out. You got him a job. You took care of him. You've been a, a tremendous friend. You've been great. And then you ask him for something and he ignores you and he, or, he, or he, uh, he curses you out or he, just, he, he mistreats you. You'd be very offended. So he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who, who gives us, life, who gives us parnasa who gives us everything, he does everything to us, he takes care of us, he gives us health, he gives us everything, and then he gives us mitzvahs, and we ignore that, it's, it's the same thing, that's the comparison. Therefore, V'yavtol Re'echa tells me to also be good to Hashem. But the problem is, there's a prerequisite to that. I have to first believe that Hashem gives me everything, right? I need to, to believe that Hashem gives me everything. If I don't believe that Hashem is the one who gives me life and all the good things in my life, but, but everything is just a coincidence or there's a Big Bang Theory or whatever, I don't have emun or in Hashem. So then V'yavtol Re'echa is not going to apply to Hashem, to mitzvahs. Therefore, Chavokuk comes along and says, you know what the klal of the Torah is? Sadik b'emunah sayichya. That first the person has to believe in Hashem. You have to have emunah and betach in Hashem. Once you have emunah and betach in Hashem, then viahatul recha k'moicha will make you keep the entire Torah. Right? So the two work together. This is what the Chassam Sofer explained. The two work together. You need Chavokuk's tzadik b'emunah sayichya as a prerequisite, and then viahatul recha tells me, how could you mistreat Hashem who's been so good to you? Once I have Emunah and Betoche and Hashem, then V'yahav Tlarecha Chamoicha is the entire Torah. Once I recognize all the great things Hashem has done for me in my life, and all the great things Hashem has done for the world and for everybody, then the, the, the obligation of V'yahav Tlarecha includes everything in the Torah. Because if Hashem asks me to take a it if Hashem asks me to put on tefillin, if Hashem asks me to keep Shabbos, it's also a kiyom of the Tlarecha Chamoicha. As Rashi explained it, that chavre, Chaverecha is also Hashem. But there's another element to this also, because this alone doesn't really explain why would I have to include that in the Tell me that I have a moon in Hashem, and therefore I have to do what he says, right? So the al talks a lot about this. That one of the ways that a person brings himself to serving Hashem properly is by appreciating all of the things that Hashem did to, did for him. It makes it much easier for us to serve Hashem. But also, the, we have to also fit this into the pasuk of the pasuk. The pasuk of the pasuk is You have to love your friend, and and the pasuk goes on to say, right? Uh, Actually, the full pasuk is You shouldn't take revenge uh, as bnei amekha, the people of your of your of your of your nation. You love your friend like yourself. Ani Hashem. So we have to also understand how this pasuk works, right? This is a pasuk yud test, parak uh, yud test, pasuk yud ches in this week's parasha. So what's the three part connection? There's no revenge. Love your fellow like yourself, and I am Hashem. So these connect to the, t- the idea that we're talking about. A person who doesn't have emuna, right? If you don't have chavakok uh, tzadik be, uh, be emunah a person doesn't have emuna. He doesn't believe that everything is from Hashem. He doesn't believe that every single thing. Maybe he believes in God, but he doesn't believe that every single thing that happens to him in his life is is, is from Hashem. So then, if somebody does something bad to me, if somebody does something uh, wrong to me, so then I legitimately hate that person. I legitimately want to get back at that person. I legitimately want to want to stop that person. Right? I want to I want to go after that. person. Person. but somebody who has emuna that everything is from Hashem he has absolute complete emuna that everything is from like we say in the animamims animamim the first of the animamims he's the creator and he's the conductor l'chol for all of creation he did, does and will do every action so if a person like that has that kind of approach. So even when somebody does something to him he understands that it was Xer from Hashem. that, That the fact that Reuven punched me was because Hashem wanted me to be punched. And therefore why Reuven did it, why he was chosen, that's between him and Hashem. But I have no reason to hate Reuven. I have no reason to love Reuven any less. Right? Because I know that Reuven was not the cause of the bad. It came from Hashem. And there was a message there from Hashem. So now what comes out is that the Amuna is not just a prerequisite of the Hathor Rekhmaicha, they're only possible together. It's really one thing. For me to really be Hathor Rekhmaicha, it must be based on Amuna. It must be embedded with Amuna. It's one thing. If there's Amuna there'll be Hathor Rekhmaicha. If there's not Amuna there will not be Hathor Rekhmaicha. If there's we Hathor Rekhmaicha there's a sign that there's that I have Amuna. And if not then there's a sign that I don't. And therefore, if I'm somebody who keeps V'yatol re'acha HaKamoycha, then I'll keep the whole Torah. Because if, I, if my Emunah is strong enough for V'yatol re'acha then it's going to be strong for the whole Torah. That's what Hillel was saying Was saying to this, to this, this, uh, this Ger. If you could really, really incorporate the lessons of V'yatol re'acha so then you're going to keep the entire Torah. The rest of it is just a peerage of other ways that you can you could live this life of Emunah. And that's why the Sefer Achinachin explaining this mitzvah of Layseek of Le-Siter, of not taking revenge, he says, I'll read you some of the words. Shieda Adam, a person has to know be it and Aliba and put in his heart, Kikala Shay Krao Mitoyba'd rather anything that happens to him from good to bad, Husiba meis Hashem The cause is from Hashem Yisbarach Umiyad ha- Adam Umiyad Ish achiv la- bilti Hashem And from a person, from his friend, from his brother, nothing can happen, were it not for that being Hashem's desire. Al Kane, therefore, Kishitziaru. A- when somebody causes you some pain or some suffering, Yedah Ben Asher has to know in his soul ki avinoy sav garmu that it was his own averes that caused it. Reuven punched me it's because I did something to deserve a punch. VayHashem is Baruch Guzolah Bekach and Hashem was goyzer that I should get this punch. V'laYoshis Machshavoysof L'inkai Mimenu and therefore it should not enter my mind to take nikkama against him ki anusibas Rasei because Reuven has nothing to do with why I got hurt ki avinhu amisaviv. It's my own sins. Chmaisha Shamar David Ash like. Hashem, uh, David Hashem, David said when Shimi Ben Gera cursed him, loi, Leave him alone, yikala, let him curse, because Hashem told him to curse. David did not blame Shimi Ben Gera at all. He said, This was his own fault. I must have done something to deserve these curses. So we're starting to see this thread. We're seeing this thread. The reason I don't take Nakamah, the reason I love other people, even though they've done something wrong to me, it all comes down to the strength of my Emunah in Hashem. If I really, really fully incorporate the, 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 the Emunah in Hashem that every single thing that happens, no blade of grass grows unless Hashem tells it to grow, so then, then there's no reason for revenge. It wouldn't even occur to me to take revenge. It wouldn't occur to me not to love somebody else. He quotes from Rav Yaakov he's something amazing. He says, sometimes you know, we have a mitzvah to be done people l'kaf We have a mitzvah to be done somebody l'kaf But sometimes it's impossible. Like, I, I know that the guy is doing an Aveira. He knows about it. He told me he's doing it. He's doing it just because he wants to rebel. How, do, how am I done l'kaf So says Rav Yaakov Emden something truly, truly amazing. When you can find no basis to give somebody the benefit of the doubt, these are the words of Rabbi Yaakov Emden, Shach Kodesh y- sh- Yoimer you should say, Shach Kodesh Baruch Hu, Silak Mimenu Bechira. Hashem t- must have taken away his Bechira in order to do something that Hashem wants to come into the world. Now, this is a very dangerous thing for us to think about ourselves, right? We're not allowed to say, oh, I did this Avera, or I'm doing this Avera because Hashem took away my Bechira. But when I look at somebody else doing an Avera and I have no possible positive explanation, I still shouldn't blame that person. I may have to I may have to help correct them. Him, I may have to tell him what to do but I should not blame that person I, must say, I have to say uh, for whatever reason Hashem took away his Bechira he's not acting on his own free will at this moment for whatever reason I don't, know, I don't know Hashem's plans this is where says in the din of, of Chus. I have no other basis to give this person the benefit of the doubt to judge him favorably I have to say you know what he must not have Bechira he must not have free will at this moment which is exactly what David did with Shimi Ben Gera. If you know a little bit of the history, we don't have time to go through the whole story there. But really, what Shimi Ben Gera did was so egregious that th- there was no place to be. Dalakavschus says David HaMelech, Hashem Hashem told him to curse. It's not. It's not him. I'm not angry at him. So we mentioned in the beginning, and let's go back to that. There be Akiva, the one who said, "We have to." He has twenty-four thousand talmidim who die. Because they were shal'inogu kovet zebaze, they didn't treat each other respectfully. Okay, what that means on their level is not for us to, to try to analyze. But something in there ben lechaveru, in their we have which their rebbe was the one who taught, is the claw of the Torah. They failed in that. So the question is, and that's why we keep Sphira now, right? We we don't we don't take haircuts, we we don't we don't make weddings. We keep Sphira now because they died. And the question is, we know there are no coincidences. Why did they specifically die, right? Chazal tell us. That they died between Pesach and Shavuos. Why d- 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 specifically these? Days, we know that Sphira, counting Sphira predates the death, right? The that we count Sphira every night. That predates the death of Rabbi Akiva's uh, students. That's from the Torah. The Torah tells us to count forty-nine days to prepare ourselves for Matan Torah, for Kabbalah Saturah. So Pesach to Shavuos is the time of preparing for Kabbalah Satara. Why specifically the Rabbi Akiva's students die in this period of preparation for receiving the Torah? But based on what we've been explaining, it's very obvious. In order to receive the Torah, a person has to have their We know that the, the Pasuk tells us that before Matan Torah, It uses a singular language. That the Jewish people, uh, as if one person sat, and we know that that uh, that it was said, Rashi tells us, That they were like one man with one heart. Heart. And Rashi over there says, Rashi on that Pasuk, it's Shemais Yud Tes Pasuk says, Rashi says, you know what was unique about when they when they encamped by Harsinai? It was the only time that there was no Machleikis and there was no complaints. Every other time the Jewish people encamped in the Midbar, there were problems, there were issues. This was the one time that they were all united. And the major says that's why Hashem gave the Torah then. That was what the 49 days of working on Sefirot was supposed to bring them to so that they would be united that there would be complete achdus amongst them. It would be complete achdus and that's when Hashem wants to give the Torah. Because without that achdus, without the fulfill the fulfillment of the Haftarah, you can't have the rest of the Torah. The rest of the Torah is intertwined with your Behaftarah, with your, with your and Hashem, Hashem. It's all one thing. Hashem says I can only give the Torah when there's to, to its fullest, when there's the full moon in me because you can only have the moicha when there's full moon in me, so when there's full immune in me when you really love each other, when you're that's when I can give the Torah and so Rabbi Akiva's students, as great as the level they were on, there was something missing in their vayatru Therefore, they were not prepared, even though they were tremendous tzaddikim and talmidei But there was something missing. They did not. They did not complete the Kal gadol of Torah. They were not ready to receive the Torah. Therefore, in the days of preparing to receive the Torah, is is when it became obvious that they could no longer that they could no longer be they could no longer be in this world. They were not fulfilling that, that, that time. Uh, 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 what was going to bring them to Kabbalah Satora. On their levels, they were missing something of that emunah betochen, that achdus, and therefore they, 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 they were punished because they couldn't be the ones to bring the Kabbalah satira to bring us to Kabbalah satayra. So I think the lesson is clear, but I'll wrap it up in a few seconds. If that, if this is how Rabbi Kiva's talmidim, who were such big, huge talmidei chacham and were punished because they lacked in their achdos, which showed a lack in their emuna and betachan on their level, we, it's very clear what our in these days are, especially in this week, parshas Kedoshim. We have All of these things, we, our job is to to work on that emuna to the point that we have such love for each other that there are no more achmachloikes. There is no fighting because we we understand that everything comes from Hashem. There's no reason to be upset at somebody, there's no reason to there's no reason to, to, to feel any kind of hatred towards anybody and to work on it so that we could say in a couple of weeks when we come to Shavuos we could say, uh, uh, Hashem could say about us that they were our job now is to fix to fix the issue that, that the Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva didn't fix on their level which is to have complete and to have that an achdus that's based on complete emuna and betachan that every single thing that happens in our lives, everything we do, other people do, well, we do, we accept as an excuse, but everything that happens to us, around us, with us, is all exactly from Hashem, and if we incorporate that amuna, then we'll love each other with a full v'yahav t'o'echa and we'll be able to bring, uh, 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 receive a kabbal satayra, the way it's supposed to be brought, that a uh, Hashem will bring us to Mashiach tzitkenu meher v'yameinu, I wish you all a wonderful Shabbos.